I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. So, as you may or may not know, I'm a history buff. I really love using history as an oracle for the present. It also helps in trying to determine what the future will hold because of human behavior and how it kind of mixes with history. And we see repeat performances over and over again. It's like Mark Twain has said many times that history rhymes. Well, there's a story that's been told for centuries about Marie Antoinette. Now, Marie was informed that the people of Paris were starving. And they were saying that there was no bread in the shops. And so the bakeries were empty. There was a famine going on. So the French peasantry were literally starving to death, so the story goes. And she made inquiries out of this could be the case as, the, as there was no shortage of gluttonous banquets at her court. She saw brioche in the bakeries thinking, well, feed them brioche, feed them cake. So she was so airheaded and out of touch with the people and their inability to afford good food. So when told, guess what? We have no bread. Her response was, let them eat cake then. And from her perspective, there was always something else on the table. She was blissfully unaware that most people had to work. And they had to work hard. They worked themselves into an early grave just so they could afford the flour necessary to put in the breads. So what we have here is we have this historical editorial tall tale. Because a lot of people say that this Marie Antoinette didn't say these words, but they're always attributed to her. It demonstrates how disconnected from reality the ruling class and the elite politician seems to be when it comes to economic failure so when she allegedly said then let them eat cake it implied either that she was a spoiled sheltered ignoramus who didn't even know that most people were too poor to even get cake or that she was callous and cold-hearted making a sarcastic remark in response to the immense suffering that was happening in France at the time. So it it symbolized the economic inequality of the time of poor people starving while the rich enjoyed luxury and didn't notice or care about the suffering of the poor. Now, you can argue the history of this statement. I mean, there's a claim that the phrase was coined long before Marie Antoinette was born, but it's been attributed to her throughout history. Either way, the phrase applies now. But it has been modified from let them eat cake to let them eat flakes. And why I say that is because the multimillionaire CEO of Kellogg's, I think he's worth about $5 he's got a lot of backlash from some quarters of the country because he suggested recently that families with strained finances could cope by eating cereal for dinner. Gary Pilnick was speaking live on CNBC when he delivered the remarks in question, which some have compared to let them eat cake, allegedly attributed without evidence to Marie Antoinette before she was executed. Pilnick made his pitch to the people of the United States who are literally starving due to soaring inflation. He also didn't inform people that cereal prices have got up 28%. But eat cereal for dinner, it's, it's good for you. 
Pilnick was quoted as saying that the cereal category has always been quite affordable and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure. Pilnick also said, if you think about it, the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do, it's going to be much more affordable. So this would suggest that families should think about ditching the chicken, ditching the beef and the and the other vegetables and just eat Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, Corn Pops, Rice Krispies. Put that on the dinner menu. And that hasn't landed very well with a lot of people. A lot of people are really pissed off about what was being said by this multimillionaire. In fact, Kellogg's is pushing this issue in new commercials. This is Tony the Tiger. When I say cereal, you say dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Chicken. You can uh, have the night off, chicken. Oh, okay, I'll go marinate. Cereal! Yeah! Cereal! Yeah! yeah, I guess the kids would like that. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I've had cereal before for a snack. You know, it's like something to tie me over if uh, I, I'm really desperate. Because I don't eat cereal. I don't like cereal, really. But, uh, you know, every once in a while, you just sneak under the radar a little bit of that Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is, I think, the most important cereal ever. <laughs> that and Captain Crunch. But then again, Captain Crunch will rip your mouth to shreds if you eat too much of it but it was always captain crunch for me it was always you know and and now it's cinnamon toast crunch but we don't have it as a staple uh, we don't have it as a staple for dinner in fact when they tell us to eat cereal if you look at the commercials they say cereal is part of a balanced breakfast meaning that you need to have protein you need to have uh toast juice milk protein coffee whatever have something with the in addition to the cereal have fresh fruit with the cereal not cereal alone and not eating it for dinner now, i know there are people who have breakfast for dinner that's a different thing entirely because if you're having yourself a a chicken and waffles plate that's kind of dinnerish it's kind of brunchish having pancakes for dinner is not out of the question and when i was i mean here in oregon it's always cloudy and it's always rainy so everything feels like a breakfast time I mean, I, it, it's not out of my character to go to a restaurant and while everybody's ordering like a, a meat and potatoes meal, I'm off ordering, you know, sausage, eggs, and uh, maybe some uh, biscuits and gravy or something. It's because it's, it's just the idea of breakfast all the time is not something that bothers me here in the Pacific Northwest. I wouldn't be eating breakfast in the summertime, no, but you know, it's like this outside. I mean, right now we're experiencing some very heavy rain. We're experiencing the cold temperatures. It wouldn't be beyond me to, like, if I were to get off tonight and I was hungry, I'd go to a local diner and I'd say, hey, short stack of pancakes, whatever. And it's because of the fact that eating breakfast in this type of weather to me is normal, but eating cereal is not. And again, I think this is another way of creating the repugnancy, this whole repugnancy idea where you don't eat what the big boys eat you don't eat what the elite eat you have to eat what you're told to eat you have to eat the gruel that's put in front of you whether it be cereal or uh oats and and honey or uh bugs or you know whatever they decide to feed you sawdust or that's the whole idea of peasant food cereal for dinner when i say cereal you say dinner now i say uh, things are pretty bad if they're pushing cereal as a meal your last meal of the day 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Do you think this is over the top? That Kellogg's, the CEO, is worth maybe millions of dollars telling us all to buckle down and eat cereal for dinner? 503-225-0860. We'll be back.
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.